What's up, y'all? This is Reese. I'm 9,000 feet up turkey hunting in Utah, and this is the Phil and Reese podcast. So tomorrow we actually get to be a little free. Yeah. Just a little bit though. Just a little bit. How many people do you think are actually going to be going out and about? Um, knowing Southwest Missouri more than I'm proud to admit. <laughs> um, you know, I think, uh, I think we're going to be pit in these two camps of people that are, uh, you know, jumping the gun on this. And then there's mm-hmm. going to be the people that are waiting way too long. Like it'll be a year from now and they'll still be like, Oh, six feet, you know? Six feet. Hey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like by this time next year, hopefully, you know, this is the least of our concerns. But. Yeah. Um, I'm just wondering, I'm so glad I don't work in a restaurant anymore. Like I did in high school mm-hmm. because yeah. I just know I'm picturing myself still working at like Schlotzky's and just imagining having to have that conversation of, Oh, I'm sorry. That last family put us over our occupancy limit. So, you know, we can only have carry out at this point and then just whatever the Karens are going to say. Yeah. That's I'm what a I paying saying. customer. Let me, let what? me sit down and eat. No, ma'am. <laughs> no. Yes. But you're also an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. There's no, there's definitely going to be those, those Karens out there that are going to, going to like, feel entitled to a seat in a restaurant even though they're at max occupancy did you you've never have you done food service i mean i know you did the oh, yeah. brew I, at, I worked at tinka at tacos college. remember oh yeah Tink, okay yeah, tinka tacos Finnegan's. of course okay yeah. shout out to our our, our best sponsor number yes, one sponsor tinka tacos tinka tacos best queso in the game not just it's, in town it's like, it's scary how good that queso is it's yeah yeah because you know okay i i would kind of consider myself a bit of a queso snob you know (laughs) i i agree i avoid chipotle because it's bad yeah it's it's not good and their queso is abysmal and now i get it like you know well when people are like oh well you know queso is not even actually like really part of like mexican culture it's it's just an american thing yeah that's why i'm going to chipotle or to Kidoba yeah. is to get american mexican food yeah so make good queso Kidoba's is good but tinga tacos if you live in i if, if it doesn't matter where you live come to come springfield to Spring, come to springfield missouri go downtown go to tinga tacos yes they do carry out i know oh, it yeah. it saved this pandemic when i found out that they did yeah yeah they're mm. uh they're pretty great, you know, um, and their tacos are good too. You know, the whole, and it's in their name, you know, they have good tacos, the, their I tacos guess. are good. They're, they're so you good. Know? But, but man, there's their queso. Why did, I, die for. why did I ask that? Oh, like I was, we were talking about we were talking Karen, food, Karen's yeah, and Karen's food service. And food. Mm-hmm. Do you have any good Karen stories from no, tacos? Um, no, I don't really have any from Tinka tacos uh, because 
I would usually work the late shift. So I just got drunk people instead of Karen's. Um, those were, those were kind of fun. Uh, they were more fun at Finnegan's cause I got to like actually, you know, interact with them. One time I was, uh, um, when I was the door guy, cause I like rotated between like being a door guy and then being a bar back, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just kind of depending on the night. Um, and so this particular night I was a door guy just checking IDs and we were trying to get everyone out cause it was like one fifteen, and you know, we have to have everyone out by one thirty by law. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just kind of, you know, filing people out. I'm like, all right, you know, drive safe, you know, get a ride if whatever. Um, and this one girl comes up and she like puts her arm around me and she's like, you are just the best door guy ever. And I was like, thank you. Have a good night. I'm like trying to get her out of here. And then, uh, then her lips pucker and move towards me. And I was just, nope, I shoved her out. And I'm like, I'm like a bit dazed from that. And I look over and the bar manager is over there. She saw the whole thing and is just dying. <laughs> it was, that was a, uh, so that, that was kind of a fun story. And then, uh, another one that comes to mind, this was, uh, during the day, uh, not involving drunk people. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the waitresses at Finnegan's, um, was telling me that she had a customer that ordered an ice water. And, uh, so she gave her her water. And then when she came yeah. back to, you know, take their food order, that customer said, my cup is wet. <laughs> <laughs> She was like, "Yeah, you got ice water. It's gonna be wet." <laughs> she's like, "No," she, and she's like, "No, but it's wet on the outside." Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Please have, have you, a seat. This is called condensation, yes. and I'd like to explain it to you now. <laughs> so, so th- those are two. Those those are probably my two best stories from my food service days. So. You know, I I think I have been inside of Finnegan's twice yeah i hated both experiences i've been inside finnegan's multiple you've been inside there multiple times (laughs) one of them like because maybe i'm old i don't know it's i'm probably not old because no it's not just old it's probably just my personality because i was like this when i even when i was 21 22 and a little bit younger i hate bars like i hate loud bars like Mm -hmm. finnegan's and i remember once my um, we always have family from Dallas that that come up uh, come up to the Springfield area for Thanksgiving. And one year, um, one of my cousins, Trevor, he asked my sister and I if we would take him downtown, like show him around downtown, downtown Springfield. And we're like, yeah, that's fine. He says, where should we go? And I said, let's go to Scotch and Soda. You know, very nice, quiet atmosphere and when we get in there he's like this is definitely kind of quiet and and kind of low-key he's like why do you like this place i said because it's quiet i like the service and it's too expensive for the college students to come over here and (laughs) and make it loud yeah (laughs) and he's like we need to go somewhere where it's a little bit more thumping and we walk outside and right across the street what's he see he sees finnegan's (laughs) i'm like okay we go in there and we only lasted about three minutes because as you know, from working there, it was nothing but just sardines packed together, yeah. music thumping, people shouting and yelling, nowhere to sit, nowhere to talk. Like, I don't under, maybe I'm too social. I don't, I don't understand the point. Yeah. I, 
you know, I worked there, but I would not frequent there, you know, if I wasn't getting paid. <laughs> no, no. It's, uh, <clears throat> you know, the I think the atmosphere during the day when there's not a bunch of people in there, I think it's actually got a really cool vibe because, you know, it's like yeah. they, they have at least, I think it's changed a bit since I've worked there because it's been a couple of years now, but they have like, you know, traditional Irish food. And they play like Irish the, music. The restaurant side, yeah, yeah is it, it does have a good vibe. Yeah, but you know, but for then the once most, the college kids show up, then it's yeah. For the for the most part, I enjoy Finnegan's from the patio of Scotch and Soda as I sit there and I <laughs> and I watch the show. <laughs> oh yes, oh yes, I'm sure it's great. <laughs> After that, he said, "This is too loud. Like, can we bring it down just a, like one notch, though? I think one notch would be fine." So we went to Dublin's Pass. <laughs> That's like half a notch. Yeah. If, if it's an, a notch at all. <laughs> yeah. No, and, and then Piano Bar after that. And he was just like, we need to turn up the volume tomorrow. I'm like, dude, this is the volume turned this up. Is, yeah. This, this is This, this is, is downtown it. Springfield. This is the volume turned yeah. up. I'm sorry. Yeah. I know you're from Dallas, but <laughs> this is what we have to work with. Yeah. There are, I was driving around downtown um yesterday or two days ago maybe mm-hmm. there they must have opened up obvi- obviously before the the shutdowns and whatnot but there are like two three new places i hadn't seen before really um there was that i don't know how to describe it uh what's the street what street was is tinga tacos on um mcdaniel mcdaniel so i think it's Maybe it is not actually on McDaniel. So it's just farther down McDaniel. There's like that outdoor pavilion, like that closed off outdoor pavilion. Oh yeah. Building. Yeah. I don't remember yeah. what, it's, but it's called something, something vodka bar now. Like it's a whole oh. new bar that's set there. And I don't know. Okay. And then the Hepcat. Yes. You I've not to, been, to, I've not been there. You go to the Hepcat. Yeah. Like a blast from the past the of the twenties. Yeah. It's awesome. I mean, I it's like right across the street from Tinga, so like you know, I mm-hmm. walked by it plenty of times. But man, this is bad. We shouldn't be talking about Tinga on a Sunday. We shouldn't. It's, it's closed, and now that's what I want for dinner. Yeah, and they're also closed tomorrow. <sighs> that's they're only mean. open Tuesday to Saturday. That's mean. Yeah. Well, Monday is like the Saturday for downtown because a lot of places are closed Mondays. I didn't realize that. I guess. Yeah, just because like you know who wants to go to a bar on a monday night it's true have you ever had picklemans um yes underrated sandwich shop yeah it's pretty underrated i am a big fan of picklemans i do like picklemans uh i'm not really a sandwich connoisseur um so you know i'm not not really picky uh but you know after you've had like picklemans then places like subway and uh firehouse subs just kind of like <laughs> don't, don't listen cody <laughs> i can't remember the last time i had subway honestly because it's just uh, i guess i okay i can't remember and the only time i the only time i have have subway is if i'm craving a sandwich and i happen to be down in reed spring working <laughs> because there's there's not many other places to get a, a get a sandwich unless you're wanting yeah. to pay a little bit more oh well Man, now I'm just hungry. We're gonna have to yeah. hurry up and do all this fast because I'm. Yeah, we gotta. I I don't even know what I'm doing for dinner. <laughs> I don't either. Yeah. Oh well. Have you had Greek Belly downtown? Greek Belly. Greek Where's belly. that at? It's uh, you know where the Jimmy Johns is downtown. Yes. 
it's like right next to that um but mm -hmm. they have some amazing food so they have these gyros which are of course you know the traditional kind of yeah greek fold over type burrito almost so they have these gyros that are like authentic but they put french fries in them oh and it's like it's kind of a you know talking when, when i first heard that that didn't sound too interesting but then i took a bite of one you mm -hmm. you gotta you gotta and it's like pretty reasonably priced you know it's like seven bucks for a gyro or something that sounds good yeah i don't now, know if they're open today but you should definitely give them a shot i'll probably just text my sister while we're talking since she lives downtown and be like yo yeah tell me about this um belly. alec and i i see december of 2018 went to pittsburgh um, for a steelers game and there's this restaurant called the permanti bros and it's it's a chain across pittsburgh but there's one that's the original and we went to that one and it's this big tradition there. Supposedly, after the draft, after the NFL draft, the Steelers, whenever they get all their new rookies into Pittsburgh, the first thing they do is they take them to Permanti Bros for like a dinner is have them eat there. Because they have the Permanti Burger, Permanti Bro Burger, which is just this thick patty. And I can't remember everything else that's on it, but it was so good because it's like a huge, thick patty. It had like the... Um, it, they called it coleslaw. Like they said, it's coleslaw, but it's not. It's like a stringy coleslaw. It was it was more likened to a sauerkraut almost. Yeah, coleslaw. But that's on mm. there. Then there's uh, these French fries. Oh my gosh, it was so. Good. When <laughs> we're done sounds... with this, I'll send you a picture of it. It was it was worth the wait. It was good. You may, you mentioned the French fries in the euro, and that made me think. Yeah, of that. that sounds delicious. There... Okay, now I'm just now I'm really hungry. Yeah, <laughs> there is a, uh, so we have a Bricktown Brewery here in Springfield mm. now, but the original one is located mm -hmm. in Oklahoma City, and I don't think they have this burger anymore. Um, it'll be pretty obvious why once I start explaining what's on it. Uh, Doesn't matter, keep going. But, <laughs> but they had this burger that was like, you know, super thick uh, patty, of course, and then mm. it had like bacon, pulled pork couple other things but the buns were grilled cheese sandwiches oh my yeah god so that was i had that once and um one of the best burgers i've had i don't know if it was the best but it was that, delicious <laughs> that sounds good you know what that actually makes me want to go get though i think when i'm now that i'm kind of i'm kind of absentmindedly thinking about dinner at the same time yeah is uh, black sheep. Ooh, that might be the best burger. Best burger in town. Um, actually, I think it's grad school. Have you been to grad school? Yes, that's yeah, the grad that's, school. The grad school burger is probably mm -hmm. the best. I, that might be something I need to look up and see if they're see if they're uh, still yeah. open, or if they're doing grad, curbs, grad school. I mean, like if they're, if they're doing like curbside. And things oh like yeah, that. yeah. Is that place? whoa yeah that place is i mean treat. but yeah no black sheep is is definitely up there um <laughs> it's hard for me to consider black sheep just because i feel like i just i guess they have the ugly cheeseburger when i go there i just like sometimes I'm like i just want a, a burger not yeah the fancy one but that's fine yeah yeah they do kind of have like all their burgers are pretty weird you know which is cool yeah 
Five Guys is still also oh, it's I up love there. Five Guys. Maybe that's what I'll do tonight. It sounds really good. It does sound really good. <laughs> are they doing curbside? I know they deliver. I'm sure they are. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I'd have to check all these okay. restaurants. It's like now they, I have a lot of options. Just... Yeah, no, I'm just really hungry now. <laughs> now that we've successfully there's made everybody hungry. Yeah. We'll we'll move on from food. I could just sit here and talk about all my favorite all my favorite food options because I think that is one of the things that Springfield does very very well is I think we do Sweet. have mm-hmm. I think we have a lot of good food and a, yeah. a good variety. Um, so next time we're on here, we're going to have a guest. Did you know? Oh, that? really? Uh, I mean, I knew that. But... You knew that. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, really? Please yes. Do tell. It's actually an old friend of the podcast. Um, man by the name of Trey Graham. Trey Graham. Trey Graham is going to be joining us. I'd like to, I was hoping that I was going to be able to say Reese, but he's just, yeah. he's busy, which he is available. So stand by podcast fans. Reese Ray will be coming back onto the show at some point. I hope eventually eventually fingers crossed. fingers crossed, but no Trey is going to be joining us because Trey um, very uniquely has been spending this time in the pandemic watching game of Thrones for the first time, a show that I know you Aaron are a big fan of. And I, I quite like game of am Thrones. a big fan of too. And I'm just itching to talk about things like that. So Trey's going to finish that season or the, he's on the last season. He's probably going to finish that up in the next week or so. Probably the next yeah. couple of days if, 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 <laughs> if his current rate of watching continues. Yeah. And when he gets on here, we're going to have a, uh, a non-spoiler free, so mega spoiler conversation of Game of Thrones because I think that yes. would be fun. And Trey is a very – he's become one of the most analytical people I know when it comes to reviewing things, like reviewing really? shows – games books movies anything yeah so if you want a good review like a good solid in-depth review of something yeah yeah he had the i'll just speak on his credentials for just a minute (laughs) um we uh he had the the movie pass thing for amc so he would go Mm -hmm. see movies um all the time when when he and grace were still in springfield and I went to, uh, I can't remember how many, but I went to several movies with him because Grace couldn't always go with him. I remember once we went and saw uh, the new Predator movie. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, which I was like, yeah, surely it'll be entertaining. Actually, some shooting, some fighting, and the monsters and things like yeah. that. I like the original, so surely this one will be okay. It was awful. And me, after a bad movie, I'm just like, hey, I was, it was bad. What was and Trey would be like? What was bad about it? It was just bad, Trey. And he starts going into like the writing and the lighting and like yeah. some of the sequences and like he's remembering all these lines and things. I'm just like, you are way more, you're way more in tune to this than I am. So yeah, Trey's always a good talk. So he's gonna come on with us. That's next good. Time. I'm excited to talk movies with him because I love movies and TV shows, and I I kind of I can sympathize with Trey a bit on like the whole. Mm analytical like analyzing movies and yeah. tv and video games are like one of my favorite favorite pastimes oh yeah i, I think being around him has made me want to do that more yeah um 
or it, it's it's just it's made me approach things like that a little bit differently because I also have been rewatching Game of Thrones while he's mm-hmm. been watching it for the first time, and there's a bunch of things that he'll point out. I'll be like, oh, I didn't think of that before, and it's making me yeah. nervous. Yeah, things, but we won't spoil anything this week, at least about Game of Thrones. Yeah, but I figured to maybe prepare ourselves for a little movie and TV talk, we could talk a little. Yeah, movies and TV because movies and TV are fun and. You they know, are especially in today's climate people are getting their fill of oh yes movies and tv and entertainment they certainly are aren't they one of the first things i was going to ask trey about and we can talk about this is i want to know what it's like from his point of view because i know how i feel about this what it's like to watch a show as popular as game of thrones after everyone else and he has successfully avoided basically all spoilers. Like that's a, impressive a, up to this point. Yeah. You know, I've done that. Are there any shows you've done that with? Oh yeah. Like everyone, everyone saw it and then you watched it on your own. Yeah, I did that. So most recently I did that with parks and rec um, mm. about two or three weeks ago. I finished the very last season. Um, and what was kind of funny was as soon as that, like at the last episode ended i got a notification on my phone about the you know reunion episode that they did oh yeah so i was like oh wow that was like you know really convenient timing um so parks and rec is one of them but probably the biggest one was breaking bad um that so was I, the exact same for me yeah, i started watching that i think it was either like right after the show had ended or like while the last season was airing was when i started watching it mm-hmm. so and you know Breaking Bad's interesting because, you know, a lot of TV shows that people watch nowadays, um, you know, are just on Netflix. They'll release like a whole season at a time. Mm, So if you want, you could watch, you know, the whole season in one day. Right. But, you know, Breaking Bad was, you know, started a while ago now and it was still in the era of this is on TV and it's scheduled to air at this time. Yeah. And so, so someone I know, that did watch it uh, every week. I'm pretty sure it was Kendall, Kendall McCoy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he said that, um, you know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not like, Hey, let me get my words. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, he said that he felt, um, you know, a stronger, I don't know, excitement every time he watched it. Cause you know, for me watching it on Netflix, it's like, Oh, we finished episode three. Let's just go on to episode four. But yeah. You know, yeah. Following it with, uh, you know, with the, the show is definitely, I think, I think I would rather do it that way just because you have the whole week to kind of think about what happened in the most recent episode. I, and I did that with game of Thrones for the last mm-hmm. few seasons. Um, so that was when I started watching, like when they were halfway through the show. And so I caught up Yeah, and then, you know, by the time I think it was like season seven was when I started watching it on the weekly basis. And I, I can sympathize with that. It's yeah. I'm, I'm really excited to hear what he has to say about it because I've, I experienced that with two, arguably two of the biggest television shows in the last 10 years, mm-hmm. breaking bad and game of Thrones. Like I watched all of those after everyone else now at least well okay so at least game of thrones i was close 
when when season eight was airing on tv i was in the middle of probably six, i remember getting into yeah. seven and I, I i probably could have caught up but it's some, at some point i was just like i don't want to sit here and watch five hours worth of game of thrones like, i yeah. just don't yeah um so i was a little i was a little bit behind and i didn't quite catch up in time for um to watch season eight with everyone <clears throat> excuse me breaking bad i don't think i started till after it was over and i remember some of my roommates at the time going downstairs to watch it but it was it it, it is so frustrating because while i really like game of thrones and i really like breaking bad there's definitely something lost in not not being forced to wait a week or a few days yeah for the next episode or for the next thing or having to wait a year you know um i mean you're just talking about even you know like what like they say water cooler talk you know like the episode airs on sunday and talking about it with all your friends that whole week until the next one the last show i really got to do that with was probably for the first four or five seasons of walking dead oh yeah i think the first four or five seasons of walking dead i watched on tv pretty pretty regularly or at least like caught it on a rerun like on online or something like that if i couldn't watch it the night yeah. Up. but yeah and that definitely added to um the ex- i mean it just adds to the excitement yeah I mean, you're talking about okay um i don't know what's the statute of limitations on when we can talk about certain spoilers of <laughs> different shows um Okay, uh, season two of The Walking Dead. If you haven't watched The Walking Dead, I guess skip ahead 60 seconds. Actually, this is even a spoiler. There's the scene out in the farm field after Rick has gone out there with, um, with Shane, mm-hmm. you know? And then the episode ends with all the zombies like walking over the hill. Like you see the horde coming. Yeah. They don't know it's there. And then the episode ends. You know, that would be so much more impactful or it was so much more impactful when it ends and then you're like, I have to wait a week to find out what happens as opposed to watching it on Netflix. Really? What's going to happen? Oh, well, Well, next episode. Let's just see what happens. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and so that was, uh, I think that was frustrating with with Breaking Bad or or Game of Thrones because, you know, a big, a big thing would happen. And someone asked me, oh, what'd you think? Like, isn't it crazy? Like, they didn't know it was going to happen? Well, yeah, I, I did because, like, I watched the next episode then. <laughs> so, yeah. like, it just, yeah. just kept going. I don't know. Let's not to take away from them because those are two still very, very excellent shows. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, you know, what's kind of what's interesting is television. Like, I think we're in, like, the golden age of television mm-hmm. right now uh, just because of you know all the different mediums that you can watch it from there's still shows obviously being aired on you know classic tv but you know you had netflix hulu Mm -hmm. everyone's got their own streaming service i saw the other day nbc's coming out with their own streaming service so nbc nbc yeah Mm -hmm. like with all the nbc nbc shows like what 30 rock was nbc yeah 30 rock was the office was yeah but yeah so they're doing that um but it's kind of funny because, you know, 20 years ago, like 
you only were really on television for like, you know, daytime television mm-hmm. or a sitcom. And then if it was, if you were trying to make a dramatic show, it was just a soap opera and nobody cared. Um, but now it's like, I don't know. I feel like television has gained a lot of respect. And I think that shows like Breaking Bad and The Walking Dead um, mm-hmm. have helped build that respect for television over the past decade. I think it's really cool. You know, it's a, it's a nice, um, it's, it's a good medium because it almost, it feels like a book, you know, with every episode as a chapter. Well, at least like getting away from comedies. Cause I think yeah. if you're, if you're talking about successful TV shows, I mean, we could soon be like, oh, MASH, like way back in the day, or even oh, sure, or, yeah, or even like Seinfeld in the '80s and '90s. But you're, but you, but you're right. I yeah. think a full fleshed out story was always reserved for, was always reserved for movies. Yeah. and that's I can't. It's this feels familiar. Maybe we've talked about this before. I can't remember if it was you or me, you and me, or maybe me and Reese on this pod. I think maybe, but I think that in a lot of ways. Um, television shows like and streaming services like netflix are ruining um people for movies in Hmm. some regards because you know what what what's the what do you for at least for you not counting return of the king because it's the greatest (laughs) achievement in all of cinematic history okay yeah there's a movie it's just movie a you are excited to see movie a What's the threshold of a time limit where you're going to all of a sudden say, whoa, okay, I don't want to go to a theater and see that movie? Um, I mean, it depends on think? a lot of things. Yeah. You know, like how excited am I to see this movie? Uh, you know, is has it gotten good reviews? But I think that, you know, assuming that I've been looking forward to this movie and I, you know, I like the director or whatever. Um, so just assuming all of that, I would say probably like three hours yeah. at most. Because I, I, I mean, I know some people can't sit for an hour. Uh, you know, those people are... Um, children. Know, they're, they're children, yeah. <laughs> no, they just, you know, some people just, uh, you know, they, they don't like sitting and being still, but I'm, I'm not one of those people. I don't mind. Yeah. So, I mean, I just, we were talking about this before the podcast. I just finished red dead redemption 2 mm-hmm. and that game took so many hours yeah. to play like i i don't even also check my like how many hours i've logged but i want to say it takes a long time to flesh out those stories which you're right yeah. i think which i think is why that's so when i say ruining from people for movies i don't necessarily mean that they're ruining movies but there's a common complaint i feel like i keep hearing when people go see a movie and it's usually some like nowadays, and it's usually something along the lines of, oh, it went too fast. Like the pacing was so fast, like things are just happening so quickly. And I just, mm-hmm. I didn't, it was, it was too quick. I didn't like that. And it's like, well, of course you feel that way. You're, you're used to watching, you know, Game of Thrones, a seat, which a, a season of Game of Thrones is what? 10 to 12 hours of content. Yeah. Like of cinematic content. So of course everything else is going to feel fast to you because when you have 12 hours worth of time to tell a story, it's a little bit easier to move a little bit slower than as opposed to when you have 105 minutes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. No, I like now that you mentioned that I've definitely caught 
like looking back on it i've i've been that person before mm-hmm. and uh i re- most like more recently i remember thinking that about um the avengers endgame yeah uh, so i you know i'll do my best not to have any spoilers here yeah. but i mean you've seen it and you know uh-huh. for all of our listeners that have also seen it you know there's there's a specific uh goal that the avengers are trying to complete mm-hmm. Uh, in this amount of time and one of my problems with that movie was i felt like they just accomplished that goal way too quickly yeah i was like oh they they did it and now they can go and do this thing and i'm like oh okay that that seemed like why didn't you think of that yeah (laughs) yeah well i guess to be more specific i'll say standalone movies i think are struggling okay um struggling to capture attention and what i mean by a standalone movie is like a unique story that begins and ends in this one two and a half hour long film like i think those are struggling because people are so used to having you know again 10 12 15 hours worth of content in a season and then multiple seasons like hashing out these stories and these characters and whatnot and so I wouldn't put, for example, I wouldn't put Marvel movies in the, in the category of a standalone movie because Not from the say. moment they started Iron yeah. Man all the way to Endgame, like they're trying to, they're, they're keep on going. You know, you, yeah. you, you finish Iron Man, you're like, woo, when's Iron Man 2 coming out? You know, whereas you go and see, this isn't a great example because I think it's a fantastic movie, but you go see Interstellar, you don't exactly get to the end of Interstellar and say, Oh, well, like, I can't wait till the next Interstellar movie. Like, it's probably not going to happen. They told you a story from beginning to end, but I think those are kind of struggling for people because people are just so used to, oh, just, I'm just going to binge watch, you know, four seasons of The Office or of Breaking Bad or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. Again, I'm not, not, not poo pooing on it because I do that too. And I, I like a lot of the content I'm getting from that. Yeah. You know, I, I don't I don't I don't think that standalone movies are struggling per se. I think um you know it just kind of depends on the person mm-hmm. watching. It, mm-hmm. it depends on the viewer's personality. Yeah, okay. Um and you know as you were talking about that I was kind of thinking that you know I think those standalone movies are good to tell um to tell stories about like just one person, you know, last yeah. time, I, I think it was the last time we talked about the difference between Lord of the Rings and game of Thrones about how, you know, Lord what of the Rings. Yes. Lord of the Rings tells the story of, you know, Frodo Baggins and his journey. And then game of Thrones doesn't really tell the story of, you know, uh, like, I don't know, Stark Jon family. Snow, Stark Jon family, Snow. The, yeah. the Lannister. It doesn't tell the story of one particular person. It just tells the story of Westeros. And so I think that TV shows are better for, I mean, obviously because Game of Thrones is a TV show, it's better yeah. for those kind of like, we want to tell a story about a lot of different things going on. Um, and so I think, you know, the important part about appreciating standalone movies is appreciating the fact that like, okay, I want you to pay attention to this one little mm-hmm person in this you know world that we've created maybe we'll see fewer do you think we'll see fewer like book to movie adaptations now and maybe more book to tv show probably yeah because like because as we're we're saying one of the biggest complaints i feel like if you when you go book to movie is people complaining about things being left out or things moving moving too quickly 
yeah. good examples. I just last year I got done re-listening and uh, listening and reading to the entire Harry Potter uh, um, series. And I would, I would listen or read a book and then I would watch the movie and I stopped watching the movies after I think I didn't watch like the last couple because I was just so frustrated at that point, especially, especially like the fifth one, the fifth book is probably one of my, I'm in the minority in this is one of my favorites. And there's so much good stuff that they leave out in the movie that they probably could have added in or done if they, if it had been a TV show instead. Yeah. Yeah. I think you are right that we'll see a lot more of those. I mean, they're making the Lord of the Rings TV show on Amazon. Please I don't screw it up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I think it, it's going to be a hit or miss. I don't think it's going to be lukewarm. I think it'll, um, I think it's going to upset a lot of people regardless. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it has the potential. I, I think it, it's it's kind of in the same boat as the Witcher show was. Oh yeah, you know, or a similar boat. I haven't mm-hmm. now. I haven't seen the Witcher show, but I've heard that you know, it was it was I'll good. Hold, I'll hold my tongue. Yeah, I heard it was good. Um, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm optimistic for the Lord of the Rings show, but we haven't think, heard too much uh, too much news on that lately. <laughs> I think there's so much. I mean. Tolkien only wrote four proper books. Well, you know, multiple because they're combined, but you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. He only wrote four proper books that have already been made into their adaptations. And so now all you have to work with is just background lore and things like that, which yeah. is as long as you get that right, you're not going to make a lot of people mad. You yeah. Know? I don't, I don't, I don't see how you could. As long as you have the background and the setting right and the lore behind everything that's going on, I don't see how anyone could get mad if like, oh, hey, we're going to spend a season telling a story about this ra- this ranger from Dunedain that we've invented and he's hunting these orcs and it's really cool. I'll be like, okay, you know, that could be really interesting. I don't know. It, it, it reminds me of like, like the Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. Star Wars show. Like, there yeah. wasn't a lot that they could do wrong. I felt yeah. like going into that because as long as you just have the background and everything else just solidified, you can go over here and tell this independent story and it'd be fine. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess when I said it's going to make people mad, I was thinking of like the super nerds. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm, I would consider myself a Lord of the Rings nerd. You know, I, I really think that, you know, the world that Tolkien built is interesting, but I'm not like, insane you know i i couldn't tell you what happens you know with gil Galad's lineage or yeah you're not mr you andy know, johnston who can no who can who can, yeah, or, who can recite the entire lineage yeah or stephen colbert is actually one of those people yeah. as well yeah. yeah and so i feel like it's it's those type of people that are just going to actively look for things that are wrong you know they're like oh that type of arm like that metal wasn't around until you know the times of the ring you know and I don't know. That's, that's my only worry. We're not my only worry for it, but that's one of my worries for it. Yeah. It's being made by who? Amazon? I think Amazon. Yeah. Um, I don't know like what Mm. studio or like directors they're using, but I just hope it's good. 
I hope when, so too. When that comes, and what I'm trying to do with The Witcher, though, to kind of get back to what we were talking about earlier, is I'm trying to make sure that what, hap- what happened with me with Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones doesn't with newer shows like The Witcher or, or Lord of the Rings, that I can yeah. experience it at the same time as everyone else so I can have the same impact when, oh, it's the final season. Rather than yeah. feeling like I'm that only person at school, which I was, when the final season of Game of Thrones is going on and everyone's freaking out about it. And I'm like, uh, yeah, season five. I'm trying. Yeah. 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 And plus when you do that, when you watch shows or, you know, video, play video games well after they're popular, you get, you know, everybody that's seen it has like, you, you get them saying like, Oh, Oh, you're, you're going to love it. Like you're, it's just, it's so good. Just, just, I won't say anything. Just what, and I don't know that, I don't like it when people overhype stuff for me. Yeah. So a prime example of this, uh, I won't say who did this to me, but um, that probably means it was me. The, <laughs> no, was <laughs> I, I? I'll confirm that it was not you. Okay, no. good. You're you're not the worst culprit of this. I know plenty of other people that do this. Um, so La La Land, mm-hmm. um, movie came out a few years ago. Ryan Gosling and yeah. Stone. It was a good movie, but I had a friend that went and saw it in theaters and would not stop talking about how good it was and i like they kept saying dude you have to see this movie i'm like okay i'll see it no like you have to see this movie it's so good and so a few Mm -hmm. months later when i finally you know got around to watching it it i didn't really want to see it i mostly just wanted to see it just as a favor for this person yeah and and then by the end of the movie i was like i mean yeah it was good you know it wasn't like a masterpiece, but, you know. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I guess. <laughs> I kind of wonder if that's how Matthew felt after watching Lord of the Rings with us like, a <laughs> probably <few months> ago. <laughs> I'm guilty of that for certainly Lord of the Rings. Maybe a couple <laughs> other things. <laughs> I know I I did I know I did that with The Witcher Three when that came out with the video oh, game. Yeah. Yeah. I also feel like I got the last laugh with that though, because a lot of people push back with like, you stop talking about this. And I'm like, no, I don't, you need to play it. <laughs> and just about everyone who who's played it off my recommendation said, Oh, okay. Yeah. It's that's next on my list. Now that I finished red dead, that's my next, uh, like, I don't know, big game that I want to play. Cause after I finished, um, I realized this after I finished the main story, um, and got to the epilogue during red dead redemption 2 mm-hmm. i realized that i hadn't played like like i hadn't played a game with a really good story in a long time mm-hmm. and so i think that was you know that just kind of added to the satisfaction of the end of that game for me yeah i mean like we talked about before in our when we're talking about games that's and it goes along it goes right along with tv shows and movies is i mean one of the things that bores me the quickest is if something doesn't have a a good story yeah you know i mean no no fault of his he he likes his movies and i like mine but i grew up watching a bunch of a lot of what are just pointless movies what i would mm-hmm. call them like with my dad yeah um like i can't like several years ago philip would probably scoff at it when i say this but a, a great example of this okay die hard okay die hard is a, have you seen die hard i actually haven't Okay. I've not seen Die Hard. Um, oh, it doesn't matter. I'll just still use it as an example anyway. Yeah, go ahead. It's, it's an excellent 
um, example of really good action, awesome fight scenes and, you know, gunfights and Bruce Willis is a dude, you know, and he's going on and just kicking butt and some awesome sequences. But as far as an impactful story that, you know, you would go and talk to someone else about, it's not there. Yeah. I do, think do, doesn't yeah. does not exist. Yeah. You know, and maybe that's just me getting older and just wanting more out of the that's, content that I'm consuming. Yeah. I that's guess. probably it. Um that that reminds me cuz um that I think that kind of comes back to what I was saying earlier about like the attitude of the viewer. Um you know, what what are they looking for in a TV show or a movie? And I remember mm-hmm. I watched this video um, so we don't have to talk about this because, you know, uh, we, we won't have time, but it was a video about the last Star Wars movie, uh, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. And this guy um, was doing an analysis of it. And he said that, so he, so the guy I was uh, watching do it, he did not like it. Like he made that clear. He's like, just, I just want to be transparent with you guys. I thought this movie was hot garbage. Um and his reasoning, well, one of his reasonings was, um, so he he says he's a Star Wars fan because of the stories that Star Wars tells. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the, even the prequels have like, like if you just look at the story structure and, you know, yeah. ignore the whole horrible dialogue thing. Um, it's, it's like a, it's a good story. You know, it's a, you know, it's like this, this guy who's the chosen one, but then, you know, things get in the way and then it becomes the thing he swore to destroy whatever uh so that's that's why he likes star wars and he felt like the newest star wars was just kind of completely ignoring that so yeah so so that that was that was specific Mm. to star wars but you know expanding on that i think that um you know when you watch die hard you have to go into it thinking okay i'm not going to watch a great story like star Wars or Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter. I'm going to watch stuff explode and people get shot. Right. You know, same, same with movies like fast and furious, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, and the, honestly, I was going to say bond, but like bond has be. I think originally like the old bond movies were kind of like that, you know, they were just fun action, cool spy movies, but you ever ask, since Daniel Craig came on the scene. You got to ask Rob about, um, it's why Skyfall is so amazing. Yes, because yeah, it turned, yeah. Because again, to just to be more more transparent, more clear, you know, if if someone came over and said, "I want to watch Die Hard," I could probably get in the mood and be like, "Yeah, let's watch Die Hard." Like yeah. Bruce Willis is gonna gonna take down all these terrorists. It's gonna be awesome. But I enjoy way more when I can come away with a movie, as or a movie, a show, a game, a book asking questions and having conversations about things that aren't just plot points. Yeah. You know, the plot point of Bruce Willis had to run across this room bare feet and get his feet cut up by glass. Yeah. That was a cool moment. It, it doesn't make me ask further questions you yeah. know, and have further thought, but like, um, but like, yeah. Uh, Harry Potter, you know, um, Spoiler alert, so skip ahead if, you, if you're one of the two people who doesn't know this. You know, um, Snape kills Dumbledore on top of the tower. 
like that that's that's impactful because yeah. it moves for, like you can go forward from that book or from that movie asking questions about trustworthiness and loyalty mm-hmm. and um value of life or just yeah. things like that i don't know and so that's that's and that's what, what i'm getting at and i know i think you're agreeing with me and yeah star wars you're right definitely even star wars did that yeah uh, and you know sometimes I'm, and i think what bothers me the most is when movies try to do that and it just makes it really cringy to me yeah like yeah. when fast and furious tries to be all about we're a family <laughs> like uh, uh, yes. keep, keep exploding stuff <laughs> yes but that just feels so ugh, when yeah. you say that when we just spent three hours just watching you drive really fast and blowing things up like that doesn't it, it doesn't it doesn't fit yeah yeah uh yeah i think that i i saw that in the rise of skywalker and that was one of the, the things i didn't like about it is they were you know, it was it was a really cool movie to watch. We've talked about this before. I think we even talked about it on the podcast a little bit. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, the special effects were pretty cool. Yeah. You know, and the lightsaber battles were really cool. Like, I, I'm not denying that. But when they tried to, I don't know, when they tried to make things seem impactful, I, I don't think they did that well. Like, so spoiler alert for Rise of Skywalker, <laughs> skip ahead. Whenever they reveal that, for sure, Ray is a Palpatine. It's just Adam Driver saying, "You're a Palpatine." I'm like, "Oh my God, are you serious?" Yeah, like, it's like there couldn't have been a a different way for you to come to this revelation. Yeah, yeah, and oh my. Well, again, we gotta... I think we, we can we can stop because, because again, <laughs> Star Wars is a bad. At least the new Star Wars are a bad example of that because yeah. I think the biggest symptom of that, or that's a symptom of the fact of what we've already discussed at length, which is the mix up and switching of, of writers and directions that you don't have, you, you ended up not having a direction for your, for the story you're wanting to tell. And that's on them. Honestly, Disney ruined star Wars. The story they were wanting to tell is compelling that like your name doesn't matter. And you can be a part of this legacy or this family, even if you aren't directly, like descended upon it or that you can break away from the legacy and, and, and meaning of your family. That's compelling. You just sucked at telling that yeah. story though. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. We got to stop talking about Star Wars. That's fine. We can stop talking <laughs> about Star Wars. We might have to stop talking altogether though, because oh, no. I'm running short on time. Well, I'm got to talk to the youth kiddos here in just a minute, but yeah. uh, this would just be a good warm up to yeah. we'll just sit back and let Trey, talk to us about about game of thrones game of thrones yeah. and maybe we can get them on some tangents on other things as well this will be a spoiler heavy episode spoiler heavy episode yes. this one was a little spoiler too but that's okay yeah. we gave warnings yeah we're fine yeah. all right all right all right people stay safe wash your hands because some of us really want to go outside yep please <laughs> all right guys bye bye